We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Anthony is next. Uh, if Murray is next, uh, is his defense worth the not completely ideal offensive fit? If he's a better defender and fit, is he a better defender and fit than OG, especially next to Brunson? I think that also was broken down at the beginning yeah. of this. That it's less it's about the fit. It's also mm-hmm. about the move that happens after uh, DeJounte Murray, right? Yeah, it's having a lead ball handler, especially because uh, not to spook anyone, but. Uh, Jalen Brunson, need him to stay healthy because right now it's bleak. Having someone who can run an offense is huge. That's important. I, I'm at the point right now where finding someone who can run an offense uh, and maybe look, maybe you're thinking that could be Malachi Flynn. Uh, Jeremy, you froze a bit. Wow. So the idea of DeJounte Murray is sent, sent the, Jeremy the, to the matrix. <laughs> The stove is Hold too on, hot. Fro- no, my my laptop. Yeah, just- clearly. Oh, so you're on a laptop, which is why you're frozen. Do me a favor, uh, leave it, come back, and then I'll add you to the stage, and then this way it'll reset a bit if you'd like to. Um, right. I'll I'll run one or two super chats. It's okay. Um, so shout Sorry. out to still 1,100 people watching live. By the way, thank you everybody that's tuned in to a marathon emergency live stream the day before the last day of the year. I want to give a shout out to. Caitlin Cooper, real quick, who did a pregame pod with me that aged horribly because we talked about well, how the the Knicks would defend, um, but what how RJ would be able to potentially do, and how the, the Knicks would defend um, uh, uh, Tyrese Halliburton tonight against the Pacers. Uh, we talked about how RJ might be able to cook a bit against the Pacers front court because they're not known for their front court play, and whether or not the Knicks would be able to um, uh, play the correct. Minutes uh, distributions between Emmanuel Quickly. Caitlin spoke glowingly about Emmanuel Quickly and his off-ball defense. And yeah, that's 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 where we ended up on this. Um, so I'm going to read this next one. Hold on. Where's the Hawks fan? Where's the Hawks fan? Oh, he's gone. Okay, completely lost my spot. Hopefully, I didn't don't miss anybody. Oh no, Hawks fan here. Um. 
Deadward 604. I'll miss IQ, but the thought of having all two all defense players, Mitch and OG, in the same lineup with scores like JB and JR makes your mouth water. Yeah, I am. Um, I've gotten to the point where I actually hope we get to see Mitch play with this team. Um, and, you know, we'll see. We will absolutely see if that's a direction that the Knicks go and, and keeping the Robinson and making that possible. Thank you. Um, Darius Thomas, thank you for the contribution. I love KFS, but Jeremy keeps me glued. <laughs> I agree with GMAC. Jeremy is one of the best capologists. See, I got to wait for him to come back so he can, he can read that. I'll pull that back up when Jeremy comes back. Um, which I'm sure will be in a second. Uh, next up, Twin Orange. Ooh. So he says, Macri needs to chill on Robert Cross. He is a big contributor to KFS. Jeremy, you killed today. Gonna miss you when you head over to the NBA. <laughs> Listen, if we lose Jeremy to a, a basketball team, I would hope it's the Knicks because I know they're unconfidently. Um, we will... We will hopefully keep him around here at Nick's Film School. I, I certainly hope so. Um, next up, uh, Jason Feldman. Does the second unit swap from RJ to JR feel different now? Ooh, so you're you're projecting, Jason, that um, the Knicks would put Julius Randle into the second unit, which that's a, a fascinating. That's fascinating. I am very curious if Tibbs decides to stagger like that. I don't necessarily know if you will, um, but I, I again, I'm very curious if Tibbs were to were to stagger like that. Hi, Jeremy. Welcome back. Hey, hey Andrew. Good to be back. Nice that my computer decided to uh, cool down for a, a brief minute. Good. I'm glad we gave you opportunity to cool down. Um, so Darius Thomas added earlier. I love KFS, but Jeremy keeps me glued, and I agree with GMAC. Jeremy is one of the best capologists. Stop. A genius, Thank one you. might say. Yes. Uh, then, yes, of course. Keep it coming. Uh, and then Twin Orange uh, says that John needs to chill on Robert Cross. He's a big mm. contributor of KFS. I think we co-signed that. Uh, and then you killed it today, Jeremy. Gonna miss you when you head over to the NBA. And I said. <laughs> If it's to the NBA, I hope it's the Knicks because then I'll know they're uncompetently. You know, I love my job. I love what I do here. And this is a, a blast to be able to have this outlet with, with Andrew, with John, everyone else on the KFS team. I was actually thinking about this, that uh, 2023 for me was the best year of my life. Um, it's been wonderful. And all of you uh, have been a huge part in that being the reason. So thank you for the platform and the opportunity. I get to work with some of the best people uh, in both my full-time job and this job. Andrew is, I mean, buddy, we've worked for how many years together and it's always such a blast. Long time ago. Uh, yes, long time. hundred percent. So, uh, so yeah, no, thank you all. I really appreciate today and, and this year. Hush Zoo, do you think, do you guys think rap, because Raptors don't have same optics as the Knicks for what RJ was? Hold on. Do you think because Raptors don't have the same optics as the Knicks for what RJ was, could he be coming off the bench for them? Just interesting. I, um, I assumed upon this trade that he just slides right into the Ananobi role and then Dennis Schroeder goes to the bench for IQ. Is that a fair assumption? Hmm. Maybe it's IQ and Gary Trent Jr. off the bench for them. I get the feeling though. It's like also you get RJ in the first moment. It's like okay, RJ, we've just 
traded uh, our six eight wing, and we've acquired you. And by the way, you're going to be coming off the bench moving forward. I don't know if that helps. I think return wise, having him and IQ start together might make sense. And Schroeder being bumped down in the pecking order, agreed. I'm also we'll going to assume. Do. I'm also going to assume that Toronto saw the same lineup data we saw when RJ was with IQ. Mm-hmm. And is going to try and replicate replicate that in some way. So, yeah. um, I, again, it's something to pay attention to, both from, also from the Toronto side, how they use these players, and specifically differently than how they were used with the Knicks. Uh, so again, I expect RJ... Oh, this is a continuation. I expect RJ to start, but he will have a huge issue, a huge stretch of bad, <laughs> bad ball and inconsistency. Uh, but he will have his huge stretch of bad basketball and inconsistency. It'll be interesting how the Raptors handle it. I also agree. I think that's if he he has anything like what the last six weeks have been, then yes, that will be I'm curious to see if they also feel we have to start him or they could send him to the bench and re give him a different different role on that team. It depends though. Again, are the Raptors actively trying to win games now? given where their pick situation is, they might be totally fine if RJ is struggling. Mm. It it might lead to losses, which leads to future wins because they keep the pick that they would be yielding. So, CJ Cervantes, Jeremy, it's your season ticket, season ticket seat neighbor. You had asked me who the A1 superstar we trade for is. My answer makes even more sense now. Devin Booker. Shout out CJ. Uh, all being well, hopefully I'll see you for that Warriors game, buddy. Uh, yeah, look, Booker makes a ton of sense. I just think that the... I want to believe what Mensa is saying, that it's available this summer. To be clear, I think even Mensa will be the first to admit that he doesn't think that Booker will be available this, this uh, summer. But down the line, uh, yeah, again, I think that you'd be hard-pressed to look at this team and Booker would how Booker would fit in seamlessly. But also, and I don't, I wouldn't love the Randall and Bede fit, but I could learn to live with it for the time being. And that's why getting Randall under contract next year is so important to extend him because if he's not there, then um, you might have some problems in terms of facilitating if Booker becomes available. What if you have the salary and sign and trade and all that? So uh, again, I think start, start with Embiid. And as crazy it might seem, there's indeed an avenue where you could wind up with both, but you have to slow play it at the right time. Uh, and a lot of things have to break your way. I'm, I'm not saying it's a guarantee by any stretch, but I I have felt good about the OG option. I still feel good about one of those guys. Uh, CJ, be great if it were Booker. I just, I don't know if the Knicks are even prepared to wait that long. You know what I mean? Like if Embiid becomes available, it's hard to say, eh, we'll hold on and wait for Booker when that uh, comes to fruition. I, I, you know, that's just the trouble because all these guys that we see on the roster plus Joel Embiid. Damn, that's, that's a scary team, but thank you for the question, CJ. See you soon. We have a Benji tweet. Oh yes. Here we go. Can't say I didn't try with a face to his quote, quote tweeting his tweet from yesterday. Big win tonight. Enjoy manifesting an RJ bounce set bounce back. See you on the other side. I don't think he knows about the trade yet. Oh, he just knows about the game. I think he just saw the score and was like, he just logged on. I was like, Oh, can't say I didn't try. 
any minute now, another tweet. I sent him the link if he wants to I don't to know how that could be. His mentions are probably in shambles well, I'm sure, right now. but I, I mean, you know this from having your mentions be what they are. Sometimes you just ignore the mentions and you're just looking for the score and you sometimes you're single-minded, you don't see the mentions. What I'm worried about curious oh, about it was, it was a minute ago that's yeah that's fair yep he just said oh lol i only saw the score <laughs> <laughs> angie you're invited to come on and give an analysis if you'd like to buddy um, you want me to you want me to read the uh super chats and you call him see if he wants to come on board you know what yeah go ahead i'm gonna right. i'm gonna read read oh that's you hold on a second yeah you I'm read the here. super chats i will call ben It'll be in the background all right uh from alex trade siakam for obi walker and ijax reunite obi and iq that could work that'd be a nice uh pairing between the two of them hope they get reconnected yeah uh is donovan mitchell a nick today the answer to that is currently no but uh let's see i've been feeling for a while the only way uh brunson donovan mitchell backcourt works is with og the three interesting agreed you need that player to be um how do i put it the donovan mitchell of defense maybe somewhere around that range that is what og and Obi would be that is important Agreed, but it's also still a lot of pressure because as much as OG can do, Donovan Mitchell can't grow. Um, that's still an issue uh, with height. I think having two smaller guards in the playoffs, you usually run into problems. But maybe, look, if it can be Donovan Mitchell and they feel it can work out, then um, we'll reevaluate the team and see how it goes. Elton Chung, I wonder if they will make RJ a six-man there. As we mentioned, it's possible, but he could just very easily be starting. Wouldn't be the worst thing as well for him to come into the fold and be that six-man if that were his role. But I think given... I know we talk about the third overall pick pedigree here, but he's a Canadian playing in Canada whose dad is in charge of the Canadian basketball team and is the godson of probably the greatest Canadian player ever in Steve Nash. So there's still as much pressure and spotlight in Toronto as there probably would be in New York for the reasons mentioned. Um, so maybe he is six man, but I just kind of doubt it. I called Benji. We'll see if he, okay. I, I, I texted him the link. We'll see if he's able to join. Listen, we're um, almost at uh, a runtime of uh, killers of the flower moon. So almost. Uh, if he almost. can join us, then that's great. Uh, Dan Hidalgo, uh, dude, yeah. I am shook. Stopped mid treadmill workout. I was doing work for uh, my other job and got a call from my friend Conrad, who did Nick's Illustrated, saying, do you see the trade? And I was like, what are you talking about? And then uh, just noises coming out that I in shock and shouting. (laughs) I was in a movie and Benji had a panicked more reaction, which is why it was more like, oh, my God, content. Oh, my God, content. Oh, my God, content. And when it settled down, it was when I was like, oh. I gotta be honest. Uh, first, I only thought it was RJ, and then I was like, "Oh, it's RJ and IQ," because I had to make the artwork. And then it was after that when I saw it was a pick, which is why the the headline for this was like IQ Barrett and picks. At first, I thought it was like, "Of course, they added a pick to this, right?" Yeah. So I'll let you read the rest. Twin Orange, what's the ideal uh, number amount for OG to resign? I'm trying to remember exactly what Bobby Mark said the um, max was as you uh, bear with me as I look, but I think he said something like two years and $40 million might have been it. Um, yes, he said from now on, he will be eligible. Uh, let me actually read this back. Starting on December 31st, Anobi is eligible to extend for two years, $40 million. 
that would be awesome. The ability for his prime years to be locked up for $20 million a piece as the Knicks build around him, that would be special. So that's ideal. Uh, is it likely? It could be. I don't know what the situation is, but um, it would be really nice if the Knicks and quick and quickly, excuse me, the Knicks and OG Ananobi came to a decision on a contract and locked that down because the Knicks also will want to know how much money they have to work with in free agency and OG stringing them along because he wants more money would hurt all of that. Dan Hidalgo, it seems like we draft for talent over fit and trade for fit over talent. Your thoughts? Um, draft for talent over fit and trade for fit over talent. Maybe. I think it's more just at a certain point, the Knicks realized we can't keep taking uh, shots at um, maybe. We need more certainty. Cam Reddish made sense on the defensive end. Offensively, there was a lot to be desired, and eventually he couldn't do the catch and shoot work that the Knicks needed, and uh, he was jettisoned. And in this case, yeah, the draft is beneficial because it's young, cheap talent, but it's also talent that is still getting acclimated to the NBA. I think there's a reason why the Knicks haven't drafted in the last couple of years. And uh, I do hope that they add some level of young talent, if not for uh, just growth, but just having salary filler is always good, especially down the line. You never know. So uh, yeah, I don't think it's off base though, Dan. I think that's, that's a fair take for sure. Uh, Gene Mark uh, or Jean Mark, Jeremy, what is the next deal? Look in your crystal ball. Your thoughts about this OG trade? Like I've said, love the OG trade. Very sad to see quickly go. Wish RJ the best of luck and, and hope he turns it around there too. The pick comp was certainly palatable. Uh, I still wonder if it's like, hey, what salary can we bring in that then we can flip for the next guy? Because I still don't think that uh, it's there. Like, I understand how the math works for Donovan Mitchell. I thought the idea before was well put together. I just don't think that it's here at the deadline. And if it's not here at the deadline, you need a salary to come in there to be better. Like you need to consolidate. The Knicks made a consolidation trade today. They need to make a consolidation trade involving Fournier and picks and some capacity. I'll look at other players, but the player who has stood out to me the most in terms of situation, uh, talent, um, resale value and under contract next year is DeJounte. Um, I don't have to like it. Just I have to acknowledge that not a lot of players fit into that box that I've created uh, that would help the Knicks. And all the trade talk that we saw with uh, Clutch would make sense as a result. Dan Hidalgo, Knicks don't do this if they don't believe in Grimes. Maybe. I mean, it's also possible the Knicks feel Grimes is better suited in a trade in the next seven months. It could be that it could be that they see his value, but feel it's better suited in getting them a marquee player. Four more, by the way, Brian, you will miss IQ, but trade makes sense. Do we think Grimes is enough of a piece with the picks to land Mitchell? I uh, don't think uh, DeJounte Murray would be right fit. Agreed. I, I'm standing up and, you know, figuratively speaking, I, I don't love the DeJounte Murray fit on the court. It's all about getting to that next piece of the star. So uh, do I think there's enough picks? What's that? Uh, did Benji just tweet? 
Ma- no, no, no. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Read the last. Okay. We'll do three super chats and then I have a surprise. Right. For um, I don't think Grimes is enough with the picks. I think it's it's Grimes and salary of a good player and maybe Mitchell Robinson. I, I mean, in this case, it wouldn't be Donovan Mitchell and Mitchell Robinson, but um, I think it certainly helps to have Quentin Grimes on the Cavs if that's the angle that they were going for. Sam Garcia's dad was waiting for this live stream, driving through Texas with Sam Garcia's mom as we speak. Join late. Is Grimes probably a part of the superstar trade? Again, I think it's either to get the guy to get the superstar or it's to get the superstar. One or the other. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, clearly a lot of people are thinking in a, in a similar way, which I think is appropriate. Calm uh, Lout. If we end up trading for Donovan, where is the usage coming from? Do we then trade Randall for Markinen? That one, I don't think that they, the Knicks would have the juice to get both those guys. And I say this again as someone who said, oh, well, there's still a possibility of Embiid and, and Booker. It's just really hard to do in timing wise. It's more that I don't think the... I think you I think you need to get Randall on that next contract in order for him to help you down the line. I don't think it's now. I'm also, I like Laurie Markinen a lot. I'm not quite as high as some of our other team members here at KFS, just in terms of fit and everything. But uh, yeah, in terms of usage, the Knicks are still going to have a, a third high usage guy. It's just a matter of uh, what their play style is like, who they want going from there. And then last one. Kevin Danishevsky, L to the OG. Dude, be the OG. And he playing. <laughs> Yep. Out, outstanding. Out Roy. Yes. It's succession reference. I'm going to assume mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Logan Roy was a uh, Knicks fan or just had, had courtside access to Knicks games. Okay. I've teased it. Enough. Logan Roy, just very quickly, Logan Roy, uh, you know, for a fact, would have been the type of person who was like, I want to buy the Knicks. I don't care what it costs. Like, mm-hmm. I need to do this. And uh, his father talked him down lunch. Okay. Let's, let's get to the surprise. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about AG1. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs, such as gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to evaluate your baseline health. Fun fact, I recommended AG1 to all my friends, family, and Mrs. Claudio. We drink AG1 first thing in the morning, to make sure we have the energy needed to take on a busy day. There's no debate. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash filmschool. That's drink. That's drinkag1.com slash filmschool. Check it out. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. 
With basketball season fully underway, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. This is a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, take Jalen Brunson over in points or Julius Randle over in rebounds and combine it with two NFL picks like Lamar Jackson over in rushing yards or Zach Wilson over in interceptions. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Hi, Benji. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Benji, Benji in complete shock on our screens at the moment. So, so <laughs> go ahead. Go, uh, let me let me let me set the stage. Benji, for those who don't know, you know it by now because we all look forward to his tweets. Um, for your religious practices, you turn all technology off. On Friday at sundown until Saturday at sundown, which usually if the next some if something happens on Friday or Saturday has us anticipate what happens when you return to technology the next day. And here we are. Not only did the Knicks lose against the magic on Friday night, but then today at noon, Benji, the Knicks traded. And here's the full trade because I'm not sure you know all the details. It's Emmanuel quickly. It's RJ Barrett. It's a second round pick. It's a Detroit second. And that's it for OG Ananobi, Malachi Flynn, and Precious Achua. Benji, your thoughts. Oh. <laughs> it's like one of those videos where you see a baby trying a, a delicious food for the first time. Yep. And their mind's just blown. <laughs> Holy cow. Yes, there that happened. <laughs> um, man. Shock is my initial thought. Uh, although, not that I didn't think something like this would happen, because I think we all kind of thought something like this would happen. Um, and OG was a very obvious target for a long time. And quickly, the signs were all pointing towards this relationship not continuing into the foreseeable future. And RJ's downward turn over the last month. So it all does make sense. I think the Detroit second is like this year's Detroit second, which means it's going to be the 30th, 31st pick, whatever. 31st pick, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the feeling around what they're going to do with OG's contract? It's funny you should ask that. Uh, there's a chance that they re-sign him or extend him tonight or you know, sometime tomorrow because he's eligible for two years and $40 million deal which would be less than what he could get on the open market, which uh, it seems like Jake Fisher is reporting OG would be comfortable with because the census CAA wants to bring an elite team to the Knicks and they're bringing the expendables and uh, they'll do so something. OG, OG there. would take two years, 40. That's, that's what he's eligible to sign starting tomorrow. So that's right for it. That's a huge pay cut. And I believe it would be, all right, you pay me now. Uh, a little bit, and then when two years come about, we'll figure it out from there. But 
Uh, he want, I mean, if he signs that, then there's a clear commitment from a lot of these guys that they want to, they're willing to take less money to build a wow. contender. Look that, and that changes the calculus. So I, I'm trying to be very, very reasonable about how I'm assessing this. If you get OG at that kind of discount, that changes the way you feel about the deal. Right. I mean, I think that makes a big impact. Um, the roster makes more sense. It does. It's interesting that they also brought in backup point guard and backup center help very smartly got, I would say precious into the deal to help out in their, in their front court for this year. I think a lot of us had come to this place with RJ Barrett, where it was like, this might just be who he is. Certainly in this context with this team, where's the growth going to come from? His on-ball usage didn't make a lot of sense in that starting lineup. It never did. It's redundant with Brunson and Randall. And in that sense, OG is the perfect fit. You now have a guy to throw on any team's best player. That is a huge thing for this team. That's going to make a tremendous impact on winning games. But the IQ piece is tough to swallow. Mm. It is. Even knowing that I think this was going to head this way at some point, um, he's really good. He's really, really good. No matter how many minutes he's playing, he's really good and really impactful. And the question is, does OG and this, you know, Flynn slash Achua, and I'm pretty down on Flynn. Achua is an interesting player. How does the bench unit look? But look, I I think overall I have a positive feel on it. And if you tell me that OG signs on a discount, I think I'm going to be even more positive on it. Well, the other thought that I have is Flynn's a warm body at this point. Uh, Achua, I still don't think, and let me know your thoughts that he's the right fit based on what the Knicks like. So if that's the case, then uh, hello, baby. Uh, hey. If that's the case that maybe the Knicks look to move Achua for someone like Drummond and uh, the hmm. Bulls are able to get someone younger who fits more of the Patrick Williams, uh, Kobe White timeline uh, that they have. But uh, yeah, I, I guess the prevailing question is everyone wants to know what's next. So from a fit standpoint, and I, I know this might have seemed like crazy talk. It might still seem like crazy talk. But the mindset of if you could try to get Donovan Mitchell versus Joel Embiid with considering Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson staying here. One or the other. Which would you pick? Ignoring the package that would be required, just like fit player fit. Just, just, just based on fit. Assuming that the following players are staying, Brunson. Yeah, I think it's. Randall. I think it's a. I think it's Embiid. Yeah, I think. I, I think just quality of player. I think it would take a tremendous fit gap to 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 um to cancel out just the difference in quality. Uh, Embiid's just superior. Um, and if you could get Embiid with, and plus, like, yeah, I mean, a center like that on this team would be now we're talking like a real 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 contention immediately but i don't know that doesn't seem so the like reason, it, maybe not it's possible what they do in the playoffs but the reason i bring it up is because it impacts what the knicks do potentially at the deadline because if you see both of these players being available this summer you need the math to make it work if you're assuming randall and brunson are staying and og is staying and likelihood is hart and divincenzo would stay because i don't see either of them necessarily going so you you basically need Mitchell Robinson's salary. And again, maybe they could change their minds, but you'd need Mitchell Robinson's salary. 
and another salary to go out, but you wouldn't have that money necessarily. So that was, I had put together earlier the thought of, I hate the fit with uh, with um, DeJounte Murray. But if you were to say, hey, this summer we'll offer DeJounte Murray and Mitchell Robinson for Joel Embiid or DeJounte Murray this summer for um, Donovan Mitchell, when things are a little bit more settled and you get to that point, it's a different story. There just aren't a lot of players who can be lead ball handlers and work contractually with what the Knicks like to get them what they want this summer. How do you foresee a potential DeJounte Murray into the fold in the short term to try to flip him uh, in the summer? Yeah, that's interesting. I, you know, that, that's not, well, I hadn't thought about it that way. I mean, as like a basketball fit, I don't love it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned all the reasons why, but like, as a, as kind of a, a step on the ladder, or another rung to get to where you want to. I mean, if that if they have all that in the cards, or that's the idea, like I, you know, it would just it would be very hard to swallow the deal, not knowing if they know that that's going to take place. I, also, the way this kind of consolidated things a little bit, like you feel kind of good now about the timeline and like where the contracts are. Again, especially if you get OG on that discount. And like, I don't know, like, do you want to now disrupt this again? Like the roster makes a lot of sense now. And I assume that starting lineup of Brunson, I assume he keeps DiVincenzo there. Brunson, DiVincenzo, Ananobi, Randall, and Hartenstein for the foreseeable future until Mitch, if and when Mitch comes back. I really like that starting lineup. Agreed. really like that starting lineup. It's the thought process of how do we get from where we are at to the next step while also retaining our, our um, right. uh, depth. And that's going to be hard to do because if you don't get someone to fill that Fournier money, if you don't continue with soup them, then you're going to struggle to find the math to make it work and still feel like you're a deep and uh, a deep team. That's also a contender. So that's where I'm operating from where I don't like the fit. I don't like the catch and shoot ability, but let's say it weren't DeJounte Murray. And Malachi Flynn really hasn't done very much. Deuce McBride's mostly played off ball in his career. You hope Jalen Brunson stays healthy. Where do you go from here if you're the Knicks and you need that other ball handler uh, in season? Because it was IQ and now uh, it's obviously not. Yeah. What are the, yeah. That's, I don't know. I, I mean, it, is there, is there anyone in the Fournier range that you could attach some seconds to to get the help you need there. Like, I don't know the name that came to mind, not that he'd necessarily be available. I don't know when he's available to be traded because he just got signs like a Tyus Jones or like kind of like your average, your good backup to just fill those, what now I think would be Malachi Flynn minutes, which scares me. Or do you just didn't trust like DiVincenzo slash Hart to run the point for you without, and now you don't even have Barrett to assist in that playmaking on the second unit. You probably have to now stagger Brunson and Randall more than you did before. So that'll change the rotation in a significant way. It's a great point, Jeremy. I, I don't know. And you're thinking about it, I think, in a classic Jeremy way that I wouldn't have even considered. I wonder if there's a stopgap that's not Malachi Flynn, if they even give Flynn a shot. I don't know. Or if they give Deuce a shot and see how that goes. To me, at least in terms of the, the current roster, the answer in terms of ball handling is probably to really run through Randall if you stagger um, and basically make him your point guard, but obviously playing differently than a point guard. 
Um, and then trust Josh Hart, DiVincenzo a little bit. They both have some ball handling chops, but it's going to be an interesting challenge. Um, I have to go for uh, my baby. They're good. So, We're done. <laughs> We're done. I'm glad you came on to, to Thanks react for having me, guys. Though. Sorry, it's a whirlwind. I, my thoughts probably aren't very clear, but this has been a wild uh, sign-on. This has been the wildest sign-on I've had. So thanks for entertaining me. Thanks for filling me in. Hope I shed a little bit of light on it anything. But anyway, 100%. enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks, sir. Which is hopefully not much longer. Thank you, Benji. (laughs) Um, And with that, Jeremy, thus concludes our marathon reaction emergency live stream reacting to uh, the Knicks trading. One of the, I mean, the biggest trade they've made since trading Chris Asporzing is it's that simple. And I think the only one close to it, as John mentioned, uh, the the only one close to it before that is trading for Carmelo Anthony. The one bigger than that before this is trading away uh patrick ewing so um we shall see how this thing ages my thanks to everybody that tuned in uh please like this video subscribe to our channel if you're listening later give us a five-star rating and a review it really helps us out jeremy any final thoughts before we go get ready for a basketball game (laughs) uh no just thank you everyone for participating i know uh john had to dip unfortunately but uh appreciate the time that he was here Thank you, Andrew. Send this up. This, uh, yeah, this was a huge day. One that I was expecting to have not doing anything and uh, turned into one that was my whole day, all encompassing. And I wouldn't have it any other way. And I really look forward to how this team is going to go. And I'm really excited about the future. And again, we feel I feel one step closer to the end goal of really getting a true talent in New York and elevating this team. And I'm excited. I'm really excited. And I hope you are too, if you're out there. So, uh, yeah, just thank you as always for the, uh, it's an honor and a privilege. So I appreciate it. Thank you to Jeremy for sharing your genius brain with the rest of all of us. If again, if you just tuned in at the very end, uh, please go check out the, uh, analysis and the, 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 I just flat out brilliant uh, breakdown that he did at the about the the one hour mark is where uh, around then is when it started and uh, uh, what the Knicks may potentially do next. A live cap or no cap is what he most likely did. Um, and then my, I mean, shout out to John, shout out to Benji for joining us. And uh, I just want to extend a. This is John left early to go be with his family to do a Christmas dinner. Um, I want to just extend a, a shout out to my wife who. We had a day planned together that also got derailed by all of this. Uh, we are nothing without the the people that support us, our families in particular. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just very thankful that she's understanding in moments like this. That Because um, <laughs> if she wasn't, I would not be here. Um, that, uh, you know, when, when duty calls, we have to do this. So uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Tune in for the post game tonight. We'll see what kind of mood that is, if it's just an extension of this. Uh, but until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And we will speak with you soon. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.